Welcome to the Biltmore Church Podcast. Our church exists to glorify God by making disciples of Jesus who reach up, reach in, and reach out. And this podcast is a resource that's hopefully going to help you do just that. We're in week two of our Friends of the Family teaching series while Pastor Bruce is on sabbatical. Uh, We've got some friends of our church here every week preaching God's word. And today uh, we had Dan Leanne in the house with us. That was a great introduction. We're having fun, man. Excellent introduction. This ain't your first. Rodeo, I can tell. <laughs> Dan is here. Uh, you just did a great job preaching God's word today. Thank you for Thank being you here for with us. Uh, and we have the honor and the blessing of having you on the podcast today. Hey, my honor and blessing, my privilege, my joy to be here. We're doing it. Uh, we're going to talk about joy. Yeah. You just preached a fantastic message about uh, restoring joy. And there were some practical parts of that, which I hope people, if they, if they weren't here today, I want to encourage everybody listening, go back yeah. and check that out. But I want to get really practical with you and take some of those concepts that you just outlined in the message and dig even a little bit deeper for yeah. the person who was listening today. They were like, that's me. Yeah. I, I'm the person, you know, it was like when you feel the Holy Spirit on your doorstep, like that message was for me. Yeah. Um, so I want to kind of talk through some of those. But first, uh, you got to kind of pick your sermon. Yeah. Right? We said, hey, for the most part, as long as we haven't preached this passage recently, yeah. like, what do you want to preach? So why this message on joy in the year of our Lord, 2023 at the <laughs> Church? Uh, because as someone who uh, travels a lot and um, th- this is, you know, week in, week out, you know, I'm somewhere within the, the big C church and um, it's, it's really evident mm. that there is a distinct, um, if not lack, uh, a low level of joy. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, and, and you can feel it because uh, if you do it year after year after year, you can, you can feel, you can feel the warmth in the room, the smiles on people's faces, mm. uh, even the levels to which people sing, how, how high they lift their hands. Yeah. Like you can see it's distinct. Um, as someone who goes from uh, church to church to church, um, I have quite a sample size uh, to, to draw some conclusions. Right. And, and joy has been lacking. And um, I even look at my own life and um, knowing that that's always been a, a marker of my journey and feeling my joy, joy levels pretty low. Yeah. And so just trying to wrestle with that question, okay, how does God restore joy? It's, mm-hmm. it's not something that I can look into the mirror and say, hey, you gotta do better with this. Yeah. Um, you, can't, you can't be guilted into, you have to be a more joyful person, yeah. a joyful preacher or a pastor or leader. Yeah. Um, and, and what I dived into has helped me in my journey of restoring joy. Yeah, I wanted to ask if you're comfortable with it. Yeah. You, you mentioned in the message a little bit part of your own journey over the yeah. last few years and how you've been kind of going through a difficult season. Yeah. I think there's power in people hearing that they're not the only people going yeah. through stuff. So whatever you'd be willing to share maybe about your own journey in the last few years, wrestling through some of that would be awesome. Yeah, and um, it was... I think I think 2020 the adrenaline carried me through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think uh, I think in 21 when the dust was settling, um, I, I could see some th- some things changed in me during that time. And re- really, one of the the turning points was when my wife Krista um, she observed. They said, "Hey, you know, you just there's just something a little different about you." And and it wasn't just me hanging around the house. It was one time she was traveling with me when I was preaching, and and she was um, and she just made the comment that. Uh, you you usually preach with more joy. Did you, did you not sleep well? Or wow. did you, that cuts did deep. You, and, I'm not, and, and, it, and it wasn't an attack. It was just like a genuine yeah. concerned question that had me going, you know what? You're right. Mm. 
I think just um, the, the hustle and the struggle and just trying to keep my head above water yeah, yeah. Uh, left me in a place where I was pretty dry and it was overflowing to parts of my life um, that I didn't even know was overflowing there. And so I started observing, yeah, this just getting frustrated quicker, losing my temper faster, um, not being as gracious to my wife or my kids. And, and, and I'll go, whoa, uh, time out. Mm. Uh, because way before trying to preach with joy, I've got a father with joy. I've got a husband with joy. I've got to enjoy my time with Jesus with joy. And, um, and so it was really a journey starting in 21 and flowing through 22. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for being vulnerable, no, vulnerable no. enough to, to share oh, that. I, I'm telling you now, in, 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 this, in this day and age, as a, I think as a pastor or a leader, um, your greatest gift uh, to people is authenticity. Mm. And, and, and I just, that, that, that's like a side note. Um, uh, we, we have so many things that are filtered and so many things that are manicured yeah. um, to, to, tr to try to help people in their journey um, really begins with showing how uh, Jesus in the realest way has helped you in yours. And um, so, yeah. So thank you for that encouragement. Yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, so let's get practical then yeah, for a second. On. You've been going through this journey. Obviously you've found in Jesus um, some avenues of joy, some yeah. of the things you talked about in your message today. But for that person who's maybe watching or listening today and they're like, I listened to the message and that was me. Yeah. I'm in that place where I've either lost my joy. I can't seem to find joy. Um, maybe some practical next steps for people. I know all of this flows from your relationship with Christ, right? You yeah. talked about yeah. that today, but just some practical things maybe you'd recommend for people who are like, I don't know what to do now. I want my joy restored. Where yeah. do I go? Well, yeah. Um, if you haven't heard the message, I encourage you to go back and just listen to it again. Just put it in double time on your podcast <laughs> yeah. and, and, uh, and, and you can get through it pretty quick. Um, but, but really for me, first and foremost, it was a prioritizing of Jesus's presence again. Mm. And, and it sounds funny, but uh, it's amazing how you can find yourself being a pastor, preaching the word, um, discipling people, yeah. trying to lead people to Jesus, but miss Jesus in the whole mix. And I identified something funny happened for me in 2020. Um, everyone's everyone's rhythms changed everyone's right. rhythms changed mm -hmm. and for me one of the rhythms that changed for me and i didn't identify this until a year later was um historically in my in my ministry in the past i have always been very disciplined with um, enjoying jesus's presence first and foremost mm. my, my prayer my worship my rhythms of studying god's word uh, journaling uh, meditating on god's word was always very, very personal first thing in the morning. And all of my sermon writing would happen in slots throughout the week, specifically right. late at night. Mm -hmm. So I would enjoy Jesus in the morning and I would write sermons at night. Then what happened with 2020 is that every, all the rhythms got changed and my travel schedule got changed. And I started writing messages in the morning and, and things would come to me then. And, and so what, what happened is that my quiet time became in many ways study time. And, and a lot of the discipline that I had before crumbled. And, and I just found myself, instead of just hearing what God wanted to say to me, how he wanted to encourage me, how he wanted to soothe me, heal me and help yeah. me, I was digging stuff up for my next message. Yeah. And, um, and I went through 
I would say nearly an entire year of not feeding my own soul. And, and, it, and it hit me. I remember yeah. it hit me one time, I'm sitting in my morning study chair and I'm scribbling down notes for my upcoming message at church. And I'm going, wait, this is, this is not the normal rhythm. Uh, so prioritizing his presence. Mm. Um, I, I, I call it focused time in on God. It has to even feel selfish. It's not for anyone else. Mm -hmm. This is just this is just me enjoying my Father in heaven. Yeah. Um, and so that was like a a key. Mm. Uh, another part that I really uh, started lacking in was I used to be the most grateful guy on earth. Mm -hmm. I used to just everything was you. you I, you couldn't drag me down on anything because I'd always flip it. Yeah, yeah. I would always flip it. Like, oh, I, I, you know, I spilled a glass of milk. I'm like, what a, what a glorious opportunity <laughs> to serve and to clean this up, yeah, yeah. to celebrate the fact that God has given me the resources to have a mop, um, a sponge, um, some like detergent. And like, more I, milk in the fridge. More milk in the fridge. I'm yeah. always like kind of another chance to go to Walmart and buy some more <laughs> milk. Thank God yeah. for how cheap milk is in America. It's 256 a gallon. Yeah. Half the, I would always be the guy who would flip things mm -hmm. to gratitude. And I found myself complaining a lot more than being grateful. Mm. I think we've become professional complainers. Oh yeah. In this, like, it's, it's like we've made like a lifestyle of it. And, and because we live in a, a fractured earth in really difficult times, it's easy to focus in on all the things that are wrong, uh, to formulate pity parties who also agree with how wrong everything is. And then before you know it, you're down this dark rabbit hole mm -hmm. um, of grumbling. And so really practically it was, prioritizing personal time with Jesus again, that had nothing to do with anything except for me enjoying Father, and then um, uh, gratitude, yeah. just being grateful for everything. I was really encouraged to hear you say essentially, and I hope I can get the, the phrasing of it yeah. right, but you said, hey, you know, more Jesus equals more joy. The yeah. good news is you can have as much of Jesus as you want. Yeah. There's no ceiling on that. If you, if you, if you give him the time, he'll take it. If you make the space, he'll fill it. Mm. And, and that is, that's mind blowing. And maybe it's so mind boggling, um, it's, it's overwhelming. It's, I don't know, something, something is wrong with that formula. I'm, I'm gonna go see a friend I haven't seen for a while in a couple of weeks time, okay? So he moved out of state and um, he's got a new job. It's a really busy job and we're gonna go hang out. And even right now I'm seeing a buddy in three weeks time and we are, we are negotiating how we're gonna get to spend as much time together yeah, yeah. Um, three weeks down the track. And I'm talking, we're negotiating minutes and we're, we're trying to work out, okay, when you're done with this, I'll meet you here and da, 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 da. And if I would go to that kind of trouble to try to, try to create time and space with a friend, how much more every single day should I just be going, hey, I need to, I need to enjoy this as much as I can. Yeah. And um, so that's the reason, that's the reason I uh, have re-engaged in, it's not religious, but it is, it is a discipline yeah. of um, just prioritizing his presence. Um, my prayer life has changed a lot. Mm. Um, I, I have way too much ADD to pray for more than five minutes at a time. My mind starts to wonder, yeah. but I promise you, I, I can't go five minutes without praying. Mm. Without ceasing kind just, of. Yeah. This, that's, how I'm do, that's how I do it. Every, mm. I'm just, he, he's on my mind so much more. Um, and that is, that is, that's the way forward. Yeah. Um, if you're lacking joy, 
um, there's a there's a chance to hey create more space. Um, as simple as it sounds, um, more Jesus, more joy, mm-hmm. and you can have as much of Him as you want. That's great. So as we kind of wrap up, let me yeah. kind of flip the question the other yeah. way, not to be Debbie Downer, no. but what are the joy suckers, the things that maybe in your own life or things you've seen in ministry that that just have the tendency to rip your joy away rather than to kind of put it in you, if yeah. that makes sense? Well, if if focusing in on Jesus um, results in more joy, I'm think focusing on everything else in the world um, is going to have you lacking it. And th- th- there are things vying for your attention 24 hours a day, seven days a week. And there Non-stop. are press, there are yeah. pressing news stories and things are, um, uh, are grave in the Middle East right now. And there is a lot of hurt in um, our nation right now. And as if that wasn't enough, we're coming into a political cycle. Right. You know what I'm saying? Where <laughs> yep. the fruit of any democracy means that half of the country is angry at any given time. Yeah. That's this good, there's good parts and there's bad parts. Right, the right. good part is, hey, everyone has a say if you want to have a say. The bad part is half the people will be partying, the other half will be <laughs> just praying for- On Facebook. Yeah, no, <laughs> the rest will be on Facebook, <laughs> posting. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? And and it is, that's, that's, that's true. Uh, and. I'm telling you, if, if, you're, if you find yourself locked into that, that kind of news cycle, if your first movement every day is not to lean into the gospel mm. good news, but world news, I promise you, um, it's like trying to fill a bathtub uh, with leaving the plug out. Mm. Um, as much as Jesus wanna pour into your heart, it's amazing when you get fixated and focused on all the things of this earth, which side note, the Bible makes clear, is temporary. Mm. This is just a drop in the ocean. Um, and I know that that pain is real, the fear is real, the frustration is, I know it is. Um, but we get to take a step back and to live life through the lens of eternity and recognize that this is something that Jesus is still sovereign over. He will get glory from it. And even in the suffering and even in the splintering, um, God's doing something beautiful and great in that valley. Mm. Um, and so that does, definitely does sap it. Here's another little kicker. Um, when you find, I don't know how it's happened in the last couple of years, but it feels like if you have a proclivity towards negativity, you find just there's a gang ready for you to oh, yeah. you know, initiate and join. And I think just some of the, some of the negative voices that we've allowed mm-hmm. to shape our soul, maybe some unhealthy people who who trying to cope with their own unhealthiness have tried to drag you into their darkness and their pain and how to learn how to not distance yourself, but to love them, Uh, but to create boundaries uh, to say, you know what, if that's what's going to guard and guide your soul, all the frustrations on this earth, that's your responsibility. I have a responsibility for my soul and how it overflows to my family, my friends, the people around me. Um, I'm gonna take um, responsibility and make sure that I'm focused in on Jesus and I'm surrounding myself with life-giving community. Mm. Man, thank you. That's just, there's so much wisdom in there. I, I always go back and listen. This is one I might take a couple passes out and uh, <laughs> get some of those nuggets yeah. out of there. I think uh, scripture talks about giving honor where it's due. And with Pastor Bruce being out for a few weeks, I wanna just say thank you so much for the time. I know. Uh, how important so many things in your life are and the fact that you would take time and come and just share that word with our people means so much. Thanks for your vulnerability. The things you shared in your message today, the things you just shared on here, I think 
um, is going to go a long way. It was so cool to see uh, online today, people in the chat on the different platforms just saying, that's me. I'm, I'm praying for my joy to be restored. Yeah, I just, yeah. you know, started a relationship with Jesus. All these different examples because of your faithful uh, ministry of the gospel. Thank so thank you so much. So thanks for jumping on here, man. Hey. It's always fun, but it's extra work, right? So. No, no, no. It's uh, uh, podcasts are fun. And, uh, and what, what you're doing um, is resonating and rippling mm. in so many places where the gospel needs to go. Yeah. And there are, um, for every one person who will uh, sit in church, uh, there are a million people uh, who will find that next step too intimidating. Mm. And uh, this is that next step yeah. for so many people in the earth. Yeah. And oh, so man. well done, man. Keep it, keep it up. Thank you so much. Hey, if you're listening, you're watching, <laughs> want to encourage you. Uh, if for some reason you missed the message, I don't think you need any more encouragement yeah. than this it's episode good, good to go back. It. Yeah. Catch up on it. Uh, be encouraged today. We're going to be back next weekend as well uh, with yet another great Sunday. So uh, go back, check that thing out. And as always, you are loved and sent.